Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. Decided to share with you another bonus content from behind the paywall. And today you'll be listening to another episode from the challenge that I participated in back in February. So today's questions are coming from Dennis, uh, also known as the General Mutombo. He's based in Seattle, he's a comedian. And he didn't choose funny questions. Well, I guess the questions may have sounded funny to him. But um, enjoy the questions and the answers. There are loads of content like this on Patreon. And it's not just only questions and answers. There are other discussions and lots of fun stuff that you find there. And there are more stuff coming up. So, yeah, this is just an insight into what we have behind the paywall. And we decided to share with everybody. So... Thank you for the privilege of your company and see you next week. Welcome to day 15 of the C4 challenge. And today I shall be answering questions from the General Mutombo himself, also known as Dennis Maronga. But to me, he is the General Mutombo and also most people in Seattle. He is a comedian. He is an entrepreneur. He is the host of the African Excelist podcast. He's an all-round content creator too. So let's begin. Question number one. What kind of a kid were you while growing up? No, 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 no. This guy asking like three questions in one. I'm only going to take one from this. I ask for simple questions and he's cheating. That's why he's a general. So I'm only going to take the first question because there's like three questions and he sent like, God damn, I don't even know how many questions are in here. So question number one, what kind of a kid were you while growing up? I was quite playful. I had a, a functioning imagination. That got flogged a lot. Um, at the same time, it did not stop me from playing, imagining stuff, um, acting as a dictator. Um, well, because um, as a kid, all the leaders of Nigeria were military rulers, so they always gave speeches during the holidays, national holidays, uh, when a coup had uh, a coup d'état had happened. So they always came on TV to let you know that they were alive or uh, the new military guy in charge had taken over. And, you know, it always began with my dear fellow Nigerians. I assure you, and, you know, depending on which part of the country they're from, uh, we all know what part of the country they're from. If you don't know, you don't know. If you know, you know. And, uh, yeah, so there was that accent. And we always try to, I always try to mimic that. And, uh, fortunately, I watched the... Uh, the torture and killing of Samuel Doe from the Liberian Civil War. I don't know why they were selling that on Nigerian streets. But uh, yeah, we also reenacted that too as a, as a war game amongst the, chi- the, the kids. So yeah, we were very, very... Uh, uh, it was a weird childhood. But we considered having fun, being outdoors, playing well, Commando, which was Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Chuck Norris, Claude Van Damme all those uh, wrestling yeah all those were huge were much bigger than even soccer 
until our teenage years and soccer started slowly coming in. Question number two. How did you start the White Label American and what it entails? I don't understand this question, to be honest. The second part of the question. Uh, I have answered this question already, but on my regular podcast and someone else asked me this question. So, um, how did I start White Label American? Well, a friend came to me and said I should not lose my creativity because I wanted to give up podcasting and I was thinking of recording at the library. Well, I was looking for where to record. So I was thinking of recording at home because the thief who I'd partnered with earlier on for podcasting had wanted us to record at his house and his house wasn't conducive in Yonkers, trash place. I was thinking of recording at home, but I don't, you know, we just had a baby and I don't think it was going to be conducive. So I was thinking of using the library, Brooklyn, shout out to Brooklyn uh, Central Library. They have a world-class recording facility there. You can make videos and audio recordings at the library for free. But you can only do that uh, if you want to use the audio and uh, if you want to use their facilities there, you can only reserve that twice a month. However, they have meeting rooms in there where you can still use. If you have your own equipment, you can also record in there. So like people do business meetings, they're entrepreneurs who don't have office space. You know, they have meetings there. So I was thinking of using... um, the of the meeting rooms for recordings and then the, twice a month i'll host some um, high profile guests people who i consider high profile at the the world-class studio rooms but the person who i had with me who was supposed to be the producer who shall be sending me some questions uh very soon he messed up the very first recording of white label american and he he forgot to uh, we had two mics he forgot to turn my mic on and me not being a technical person did not even bother to ask is the mic on i just yeah you know i always trust my people and he recorded my co-host and the guest and yeah so uh, uh, afterwards when he's listening he's like oh man your voice is not on the on the recording i was like man and then uh Paxlo parents had uh, a meetup i'm a member of Paxlo parents and they had a meetup for podcasters uh, you know, Park Slope parents has everything if you're in the Park Slope area even if you're not in Park Slope area of Brooklyn and you're a parent join them there's stuff there's hookups there man there's hookups I'm not saying hookups romantically hey don't 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 hey, hey do, do your thing but don't don't quote me on that but uh uh, there's a lot of you know like for baby stuff you know if you just have a baby you don't want to spend money because baby stuff costs money there are people giving out stuff there's hookups there so uh, we, we are a member of that group and they have different subgroups in there and one of the subgroups sub, one day I saw an email that said uh, podcasters meet up and they were meeting at the Brooklyn Podcasting Studio. I'd never heard of the studio. I'd never even bothered to research into studios. And lo and behold, uh, there was a studio not far away from me. So I went there. I was late to the meetup. Met the former co-owner, TJ, awesome guy. And TJ introduced me to Josh, my now producer. And uh, TJ will take me into 
to the studio. It was close to midnight, you know, and one thing will lead to another. We even recorded an episode that day, and I was just like, man, I fell in love with the studio. I was like, this is where I want to come record. And yeah, that's my that's been my home since then. So that's how I started White Label American. Question number three. What would you say about the current state of podcasts in Nigeria? I honestly don't have an answer for that. I don't. Um, you can ask, uh, what's his name from Culture Class Podcast? He's more in touch with podcasters in, Niger- in Nigeria. I know Nigerians who are podcasting outside of Nigeria. Uh, I did not have a positive experience when I was beginning and I was trying to get people who are new in Nigeria to help me put my podcast out there. A lot of them were just like, oh, Nigerians listen to podcasts. Nobody, you know, like podcasts and all that. And then about uh, almost two years later, I'll find out that there was a whole podcast community in Lagos. People were creative, but I'd just blocked them out of my mind. I'd just, I, well, I wasn't interested in connecting anymore because of that bad experience that I had in the beginning. So I... I never really paid attention to Lagos, to Nigeria, but it just seems to me right now that almost every podcast I've heard of or I've known or I've connected with in Nigeria is in Lagos. So what about the other cities, you know? But I guess it also has to do with data, internet, which is terrible. For a country like Nigeria, it is a mess, a hot mess. You can call Kenya, you get good clear connection people in Kenya, you get good connection with people in South Africa, you get good connection with people in, uh, even Ghana, Ghana is still shaky, but it's still better, but Nigeria, I've tried recording with somebody in Nigeria, that has to be like my worst audio quality. The, the guest was who happened to just visit in Nigeria when when we when he came on my podcast, that was the worst audio quality that I had because the the, the Zoom connection kept breaking, uh, I kept losing connection. So, uh, yeah, shout out to people in Nigeria who are podcasting. Um, it's and I know they 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 they're working against a whole lot of hurdles. So shout out to them. But um, yeah, I I can't really tell you much about uh, what the current state of podcasting is. But I know there's a lot of podcasters. Lagos has its own thing going on. They have a big community there. I don't know about Abuja, but uh, Abuja should, uh, the way internet works there, Abuja should be almost as good as Lagos, if not better. But Abuja is not as big as Lagos. So, yeah. Question number four. You have made milestones while in the United States, including hitting 10k listens max. Well, I've crossed 11,000, but thank you. How has the journey been? Uh, uh, it's like every other journey of life. Uh, it's been up and down. It's uh, not been easy. Um, a lot of people who I thought would have my back have literally just turned their back on me. Um uh, it's been very disappointing to see the reactions from um, my military community that I used to volunteer with in the New York, the tri-state area. Uh, a lot of them were people who encouraged me before I began. And it just seems like the moment I took off and I started 
releasing episodes, the more I continued, the slowly started withdrawing from me. The more I, you know, hey man, can you put a word out for me? Just, you know, give me five stars, something. Oh, they know, yeah, 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 good. And you don't hear from them anymore. And, you know, remind them, oh, yeah, I got a Patreon. Oh, finally, when I, you know, before I even had a Patreon, a whole bunch of them were asking, hey, can we give you money? And yes, I took forever to start a Patreon. So I'm not mad about, I'm not mad at them about that. But when it finally came to be, at least, you know, y'all you, you could have, they have connections. I know these people. They have connections to people. And it just seemed like a whole bunch of them were just hearing from me for the first time. And um, yeah, so you have to deal with that. And you have to like, okay, well, I guess they're allowed to be that. You know, it's not the end of the world. So, you know, you have to learn how to deal with downs. And there's been the highs too. Um, where you know people who you do not expect to show support have been supporters um, one of my now very good friends it, it was thanks to a former military buddy we became friends and he's been one of my biggest supporters so yeah I'm not even I'm no longer friends with the, the person who even introduced us but now we've become friends he knows my family and I appreciate people like that you know because they stand by me they're there for me and I'm, I'm there for them too so yeah you, you have to just be prepared and um you know you take a few punches to the chin and you know like uh was said in one of my favorite uh white savior movies uh the ghost and the darkness hey it's not about being knocked down it's what you do after you've been knocked down so yeah, so that that's how the journey has been, and I'm glad to have been re- to have received the knocks, and yeah, I'm, I'm back on my feet, and yeah, you know, so now I've crossed eleven thousand, um, going to twelve thousand very soon, and yeah, we're looking at a hundred thousand even. So let's go, let's go, keep sharing and putting us out there. Are you a podcaster who does not have a website? You do not know where to begin. You are afraid. You are worried. Well, worry not. Podpage is here for you to start your website. All you need is go to podpage.com. And in less than five minutes, you have a website running. There's amazing colors, great templates to guide you. And if you want to go Podpage Pro, hey, all you need to do is hit the c4challenge.com website and check out the code there, C4C, and get your discount and begin. Podpage.com, that's for you. Last question, because this man sent, this this, this Kenyan man, yes, he's Kenyan, by the way, and he's from the Luo people. That, that's my adopted tribe in Kenya. And this low brother of mine, he just loaded, he sent like, what, eight questions? Nah, we'll be stopping at five. Because his wife also sends me questions. So I have to take care of his wife's questions too. So, question number five. And final question. Tell us what would be your advice to those young dreamers out there looking up to you. You don't have to be your parents. At the same time, um, 
if your passion is what your parents are doing then fine do it just because your parents were doctors your teachers or accountants or just because accountants are the biggest uh, the fastest way to make money or even it uh, engineers does not mean you must go that route to make money to survive or uh, because like nigeria the fastest way to make money in nigeria is either you're a pastor or you are a politician you don't have to do that there, there, there are other options and i'm not saying go do yahoo at the same time there are other options look at one of the regrets that i have i don't like to say i have regrets but that's a regret languages i used to speak up to four languages before i was age five and family beat a bunch of it out of me because they didn't they did not like the way i, I spoke english but if i had continued if i hadn't lost the ability to speak languages it would have made it easier for me to add french and probably by the time i started liking german as a teenager uh, not knowing that i would end up with a german woman i probably would have added german and by the time i joined the navy i would have been paid mad money that would have added to my paycheck because you add you you can use it's a skill set just speak, being able to speak more languages understand and speak languages being able to read write it's not told to us that that's a skill set by the time i was 16 all i was told one day was uh come here take this fabric go buy um take five they gave me five pieces of fabric my man no not they my elder sister gave me five pieces of fabric I only use they because I don't like the person. Well, we don't like each other. Let's just be fair. But uh, I, she gave me five pieces of fabric, and I, and she gave me the order to go to the largest uh, fabric market in Ibadan, go purchase this fabric, and told me how much I, I wasn't to go below, above for each uh, yard of fabric. And I went there and you get harassed when you go there and it's actually bordering on sexual harassment because they, these are men pulling you, they, like they start tearing your clothes even sometimes, you know. And, but that was my beginning of dealing with supply chain because I was pro- doing, deal, doing procurement. I was doing uh, 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 accounts payable. All these things, you're not told that language. All you're told is go and buy something. So to you, it's not a skill set. So by the time you graduate university and you're applying for a job and they're asking you for 10 years experience, you already have that 10 years experience, but nobody has told you that right from teenage years, every time you run an errand by an adult and they're telling you, go buy this, go buy that, that you've been taking part in procurement, you've been taking part in uh, purchasing, you've been taking part if you use that language that it changes the game so when you, you get out of university you already have 10 years experience you already have it changes so i would tell the younger ones you have that experience you just the language needs to be twisted are you doing volunteering at your church are you doing volunteering at your mosque that can be translated into your resume i don't see why it shouldn't be part of your resume it doesn't make sense that you will be serving some god and you can't even use that to get a job and you'll be shouting the government, 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 government. But the government, like, why are you serving a God if you don't have uh, work experience? So all these things, yeah, it's part of what I, I tell the younger ones that the answer has always been there. We need to change our language and I'm changing the language for you. I'm not going to be repeating the same language that your father and mother has been repeating to you. Your uncles and aunts have been repeating to you or the ones that they gave me because the day I found out that that language was useless, it made me very angry and by the time i recovered from the anger 
it wasn't good for me i don't want you to go through that frustration i don't want you to spend a whole bunch of your uh, number of years of your life getting to that path to that age and then like wait i could have been doing this i could have been doing that you can do it you can do it you can do it you don't have to be like every other person do what you want to do if it's photography use photography to make your part you're seeing people now doing things with art art is not you don't have to be a criminal you don't have to be it's not because you smoke a bow that you're a bad person nigerians understand what i said there so um thank you dennis i went a little bit over with uh the answers because you you wrote very long questions so i had to break them down too but uh thank you you can check out dennis at the african excellist podcast and don't forget to subscribe to white label america So thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out the C4 Challenge. There are other fantastic creators like myself included. And for more of my content, go to www.whitelabelamerican.com. And if you want to get bonus content, join us on Patreon, where there's loads and loads and loads of content, including questions from my Patreons up there. Please, we welcome your support. We have merch you know you're not only supporting me you're supporting black owned businesses and i also give back to fellow content creators of color too and from minority groups i am raphael harry host of white label american podcast thank you for the privilege of your company